This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the companion podcast to Dice Over Everything, where we choose a bunch of topics and talk about them for as long as the dice decide. All right, so for your hobbying stuff this week, have you just been, like, unboxing stuff and then just, like, getting started on it, or have you been going for, like, some older things? One minute. Ooh, this is quick. So, actually, I've been kind of trying to finish off my table of junk, so I have so many little tiny models. So, uh, just in half array, half arrayed. And the reason why I need to do that, though, is because I need to clear space to get stuff painted for the miniature gaming tournament we're going to have tomorrow. We're recording this on Saturday. Uh, So, yeah, I've also worked on that as well. So, for infinities, a bit of infinity and a bunch of random junk uh, that I had half painted. Uh, a bunch of converted, basically zombie-like creatures for our game, uh, Blood of Stars, yep. that I just had sitting there for like months. I finally got them painted. Rush job. How about you? So I've gone for the brand new unboxing stuff that for Infinity as well. I'd love to bring it to the tournament tomorrow as well, but it will not be. The tag raid Kickstarter from Corvus Belly delivered. So I started ripping that open, and I assembled and primed a whole bunch of the stuff out of that that I want to play in my current army. So I got started on the colors, like block no colors for that. Awesome. Well, wait, what's Which army? Are you talking about Akari? Yes, it is for the mercenary stuff. So a bunch of the Ooh. tag raid things can be sort of proxied into that army, or they actually kind of are those things. So mm-hmm. I got started cool. on that. Get an actual tag. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that was short and sweet. So let's get on to uh, what we want to ask this week. You got a question? All right, sure. Why not? So in terms of like if you've got a faction, you kind of expect it to have a cohesive look to it. But then again, some factions, like the whole faction looks the same. I'm just wondering how much you think it's okay for like the same sort of sculpts to keep reappearing in your army like how much of that are you okay with okay two minutes um as long as it can basically hide so the bigger the army it is the easier it is to hide in like no, that, well, that's not necessarily true. If it's a army game, then you can have a decent number of guys that look the same because mm-hmm. you don't look at them individually, right? You look at them as giant blocks. Okay. So in terms of those, you probably need... I'm probably happy with... Uh, it's, it's more about, like, variety. So, like, four out of uh, each block. But then if, if you... Yeah, four four out of each block of ten or so. uh, So so I would probably want uh, maximum like three or four repeats, but then they could be repeated a whole bunch of times, right? Okay. So you're thinking like Song of Ice and Fire? Yeah, sorry. Style basis. So you're thinking like Song of Ice and Fire style? Yeah, Song of Ice and Fire is fine. Where they have ten guys, they have, what, three or four repeats, and then they have one or two heroes to make it look different. But at the same time, if you have one or two heroes on every single thing that's standing out, that is ex- the exact same thing on different units, mm-hmm. those start becoming more noticeable. So it really depends on for a skirmish army, uh, which which you know each model matters, right? Which is basically what happens when you have your hero right being the same. 
any of the important guys, I, I want zero repeats. Okay. Uh, um, but for, like, grunts, maybe one or two, as long as you paint them a little bit differently. For a guy, for for an army of 10 to 15, basically. Yeah, Otherwise, you've got to start converting them. Just little tiny mm-hmm. changes. How yeah, even you? the guys I just said I got from Tag Raid, they have a duplicate of. Don't ask how that happens. You get duplicates. Well, no, some arms have to get I reposed. Well, no. You throw money at the problem. <laughs> yeah, basically. You can do that with okay. miniatures. But yeah, in like a skirmish size game, like 15 guys or less, I don't want to see a duplicate of anything. Or if mm-hmm. like, you have to have a duplicate, I'm, I want to go in and do a conversion. But yeah, like you're saying, once you get up to Song, Song of Ice and Fire and you've got like trays and trays of guys, it's cool to have. Like if you've got a squad of 10, 12, to have only mm-hmm. four different sculpts in there. So yeah, that'd be, I think I'd have about the same take as you do on that one. So, but for you, Skirmish, it's zero. Zero re- re- redos. Yeah. Every single s- redo has to be converted a bit. Have to con- yeah, it can't be the same pose. Definitely not. <laughs> All right. All right. On to the next question. Um, so my next question is, uh, when we, you want, you know... Um, you're playing a game and you're trying to have something different and interesting. Is it import- more important to have the ability to customize the army or more important to have unique missions, different unique missions that you can play? You want to go for that one again? Was, was it, so which one's more important, having customizable missions in a game or having customizable, customizable armies? armies? Yeah. Ooh, all right. What, what did the dice say? Two minutes. Hmm, okay. Honestly, I think the customizable army is a bit more important to me. But the thing is, it depends if you play the game for a long time. Like, if you play the game for a long time, I want different missions. But otherwise, if I feel like I'm only going to play, like, once in a while, I want to just, like, come up with new army ideas, honestly, just to explore the game. Like, I feel like I want to explore the game more at the beginning, see what works, see what doesn't. So being able to customize the army for me, I think, is more interesting like from the get-go. Because when you get into the game, you haven't played the missions. So what attracts mm-hmm. me to the game at the beginning is being able to build some sort of cool army, come up with a cool mm-hmm. project to paint stuff. So I think that's the, my first inclination. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, in general, being able to uh, customize or at least choose an army that can... Uh, spark your your imagination because a lot of miniature gaming is you know creating a cool uh, army or skirmish war band to play and so I do think that is uh, probably more important but at the same time if I were to go assuming that you know I could choose something at the beginning out of let's say what out of five or six different starting armies okay uh i feel like in general like different missions the more the, the the older i get the more i think that's actually more important for interest because mm-hmm. if you have like the same army and then you're running through different missions it kind of changes how your army acts anyways right because the the, the mission parameters are different what your armies are good at are different right or, or the strengths of it are different depending on the mission and how you so, play it. yeah and then you can cheat and also have special missions where you get a unique unit. <laughs> and then you have a different army. Ha-ha! And you can model uh, the actual missions, especially when you have narrative missions. So I, 
I don't know, I guess in terms of as I get older, I think like, I don't know if this is necessarily true for most people, but for me, I'm beginning to think interesting missions uh, are might end up being more important overall. Okay, so when I think about kill teams and you just being given a pre-made kill team, I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I can go with this. <laughs> but you have a lot of different, so that's, what, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying is that for kill teams, you can't mod customize them, but you can choose a whole bunch of different ones, which in some ways customizing. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm kind of cheating in that way, because if everyone had the same army, maybe I would think that actually it's better just to have different armies that you can play. Okay. All right. You got a question? Sure. All right. So this is more for to the hobbying side. I know we've been talking a bit before about like trying out different products and like how everyone keeps coming out with new paint lines. But is there a paint line out there that you haven't tried yet? That's the next one you want to give a shot. Okay. Like one you haven't tried before. Four minutes. Uh, Yes. Uh, I believe it is called uh, Pro Acryl. Uh, actually there's multiple ones there's pro acryl which i have already purchased but i have not yet tried (laughs) that counts yeah okay so yes definitely uh that one uh we can go back and forth about different ones sorry yeah is that just because so many painters like on youtube keep talking about or keep getting sponsored and get get to put out lines of it i don't know like my whole thing of being like oh it's become super commercial and they're paying all this for marketing like "Mm, i don't know about the paint I don't, I don't know if it's super marketing. I'll find out. Basically, uh, we we in Toronto uh, got a store that started supplying it, which is 401 Games. So I was thinking about, uh, well, I was thinking about trying it out. Then I bought the paint, so I will eventually try it out. How about you? Okay. I'm not sure mine falls. Well, mine probably falls in the same category of hearing YouTubers talk about this all the time. But the AK third gen paints, uh-huh. I think our store that we go to in Toronto can order them in because I've seen people order in like yeah. entire cases of the things. But yeah, they I've have heard, them already. The packs, the the tricolors, yeah, you can buy it. in tricolors. Yeah, I really don't care for tricolors. I like having my colors like shift across the spectrum when I yeah. highlight up and highlight down just for visual interest. I know a lot of people are like, oh, but it can look stupid if you you do that. But in reality, I think I think it looks. I don't like using the triads that like Reaper sells and other company sells. So I don't care about that part that they've done. But I've just heard a lot of good things about the paint consistency and that. But then again, that may just be more people who are sponsored on YouTube making me think that. But mm, and again, I think like, their mm-hmm. AK is pretty good. Yeah, I keep hearing that. Like you and I both use model color for the most part, and like I've had to fill in parts of the model line where I don't like how some of the really lighter yellows, oranges, reds behaved, and I filled those holes in with scale 75. But what? I use German yellow. That's a light yellow. You're wrong. That's the best color. No, I'm talking like really saturated. That's not super saturated. That's still, model color can handle up to that level of saturation. Sure. But beyond that, I find it gets kind of like glossy and thin for a few of the colors. If I fill those holes with scale 75. But... So I don't feel like I need more paints per se to do something I can't do right now. The other one I do want to try mm-hmm. is the new game color line, just 
just for the sake of knowing, not because I want to use it, just to know how it's changed from the previous game color line to the new formulation. Because I think a lot of people... Vallejo? Would, yeah, yeah, Vallejo. Game colors. Okay. like And their game error, just to see how it's changed between one line and the next line. Uh-huh. So, not because not I want to use it, just to tell other people yeah. whether it's good to use or not. <laughs> yeah, me too. There are so many paint lines that are coming out. It's, it's kind of crazy that the paints, the paint lines actually probably have the most competition in our hobby space out of any kind of thing, right? Because it's either GW dominates everything, right, with 40K, except for paint, where paint is much more spread out. Where you have Vallejo, you have Army Painter, right? And Army Painter is also coming out with the new paint line. Yeah, I want to uh, try that too, because to be I tried their paints yeah. before and I didn't like the old formulation. So I just want to try them yeah. just for the sake of knowing, not yeah. not because I want more need of more paint. <laughs> or can justify it. Let's, let's go for justify. Yeah, exactly. I use like uh, technically I use quite a few bags. Like I probably only need thirty paints, but I'm just kind of constantly cycling which like where I'm getting those paints from. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's another one. Uh, which one I have? There was another paint line that I wanted to mention. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the Duncan Rhodes paints because we passed by a store that had those. Uh, just a local small shop, and I was like, oh, I should pick up some of those uh, mm-hmm. just to try them out and see how they are. So I will try those too. All right, this sounds like justifying for purchases <laughs> for no reason. Maybe we should just give them away after. I'm inclined to just give them away to people who don't have enough paints. I could probably give away a lot, but I have like backups for uh, model color, you know that, of my favorite colors, just in case, because I don't want to run out and then have to wait to go to buy a store just in case it's during, I don't know, like a, a holiday and I can't pick it up. Mm-hmm. So all my favorite colors, I have backups. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's more than I need to know. All right. You want to go for another topic with the last last bit left? Sure. All right. Speaking of paints, I've really wanted to ask this question for a while. It's a very, very simple question. Which color do you prefer... Blue or red? One minute. You, you already know my answer think. to this. Why are you even asking this? We'll see. Maybe it changed. Maybe it changed. It didn't change. <laughs> yeah, you, you know. It's only many, one minute anyways. You know how many armies I paint blue. I paint blue all yeah. over my armies. Like I don't even think you like red. When's the last time I've seen you use red on, on a, on a, uh, for anything more than just like a, like a highlight, a small light or something. Yeah, who knows? But like honestly, for the next army project where we're painting, I think some it grim- was was the last one red is like your space marines from when you were twelve. Their eyes. Oh, and the the blood angels, the death company. Yeah, but they only had like a, you had red had, as a major motif. It was like red, little red stripes. It was barely even a motif. <laughs> it's like accent red. Yeah, but yeah, every army has blue. Yeah, for me, I use quite a lot of blue, but uh, more and more, my favorite color is red. My actual favorite color is red. Even though my favorite, I guess my favorite color to use right now is German yellow, but in general, red over over blue, and red is my overall favorite color. So I'd have to go team red. Well, like I said in the last bit... I bought more scale 75 red paints that are really nice to use, so maybe those will make me want to try to do red more. All right. Did we get to nine or ten? Minutes? 
We went right to 10. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that has been this episode of The Six Minutes. If you have any questions you want us uh, to answer, for example, uh, you want us to, I don't know, at, I don't know, any question, any question related to miniatures or colors or anything like that, give us a shout at contact at diceovereverything.com. Or find us on Facebook. We're Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. It's from Brandon. Bye.